today's going to be great. Now, as you have already read ahead, because I know you've already read ahead, you guys have already, you know, you're, you're, you're ahead of the ball game. Uh, you're taking your, your, your time, and the, the, not only are you uh, reading ahead, you're doing your own study and all this great stuff in the book of Ephesians. Keep doing that so you know what today is go- we're going to be talking about. And some of you are sitting here and saying, well, I'm, I'm not really a child and I'm not a parent, so it, I don't really think that this today is going to have anything for me. Well, <clears throat> understand this, that as we look at the text today and we read those four verses that, that Gabe and I, uh, which that was a whole story, and I, I mean, a little bit of that backstory, Gabe and I had a moment uh, about two weeks ago that um, that passage came into play where, I mean, believe it or not, he was acting, you know, 12, and we, and we were getting ready to uh, uh, do our, 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 our reading because we read the Bible every night together before um, he goes to bed. And um, he, he, was, he was at that point, he was just agitating me very, 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 very much. And I said, fine, son, I just, let, let, I, I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the right mindset. I can't, I, I can't do this. And, and he goes to his room, and he comes back in, and he says, Dad, I want to read the Bible. I said, all right, um, fine. I'm not going to deprive you of reading the Bible. So let's, let's go. Let's, and, and it was just awesome because we were already reading it. going to be reading there in Ephesians. I was like, go to Ephesians chapter 6. And I said, just read Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 two, and three. And my 12-year-old son, I love it. He, he read it, and I didn't say anything. He looked at me, and he says, I'm sorry, Dad. And the Holy Spirit of God got him. It was awesome. So no, but there was that moment that, that, in, that, that there was some struggle and some strife and everything. And all that happened was God's word was read. And I'm not saying that now Gabe's all fine. No, no, no. But in that moment, his heart at 12 years old was gripped by the Holy Spirit of God. And I love that moment. And that's why I wanted to, uh, to record us uh, uh, on, this, on this passage here because it means a lot. I mean, it's not just the, the, that, um, you know, children obey your parents and this is my, my mantra I want to have. No. Because there was a connection between me and my son through this passage, through uh, God speaking to him, uh, but not also, only to him, but also to me. Because in verse 4, um, we, and we taught, him and I talked about that as well, um, in verse 4 is really uh, for us all, uh, or for, it was for me. But what I want us to do, if you're in here and you're like, well, I'm not a parent, or I'm, I'm not a child, what we have to do is, is at if you're in here, you are a child of someone's. I mean, none of you um, were, 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 were formed in a Petri dish. Um, Jake's not in here right now. So I'll get him. I'll get him. I'm, that's all right. Uh, but uh, no, we, we, we're, we are a child. There are things that we still need to um, understand that apply to us. But, and maybe some of you are like, well, I'm not a parent. Well, what we're going to talk about here is, yes, we're going to be focusing on parents, but that which we are going to be talking about is the, 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 the uh, responsibility of a parent. But truly, it's a responsibility of any believer of Jesus Christ. And, and, and I'll leave that cliffhanger a little bit. 
Um, so when we get into that, that'll maybe that'll uh, um, catch hold here. We're going to start here in verse 1. Everybody got the Bibles open? Ready to roll? I'm not going to go through the whole uh, rigmarole, the, the, the opening of um, uh, where we're at in our series and everything. By week 10, y'all got it, right? There's a lot here. We're, get, we're picking pieces here. and We're, we're moving forward um, because we've got to because of time. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Now, when we look at this, yes, this is the text that I want to uh, paint on a, a, a placard. I want to put on my wall so when my kids are not listening to me, I go, Jesus says, and just point to it, right? The Word of God says... And point to it. Now, that's what I want to do, but that's not the way in which we are to wield this sword. Remember that we talked about uh, uh, last week when we're talking about um, wives and husbands and the roles and everything there. We do not use these texts to chop off people's heads. We do not wield this sword around because it is a sword. We do not wield the, the Word of God around like a sword and chop off people's ears. And Malchus, garden, everybody know that? Peter, he, he took a, a physical sword, but what we have a tendency of doing is taking the Word of God and we just start, we think it's a lightsaber, right? I'm not even a Star Wars, I was going to say Star Trek, but then that would really be bad, right? Star Wars fan, but no, that's what we do with the Word of God. We just take verses like this and... I, and I, you look at your son or you look at your daughter and say, you're supposed to obey me because it's right in the Lord. What well, is right in it is right. And that's what it says. But obedience is to be understood as obedience to godly instruction. Godly instruction. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. As we look at this text, it, there are some words in here that we're going to need to really pick up on. And it's not the obedience word. And it's not that th that is right, because it doesn't take a, 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 a rocket scientist to understand that obedience is right. Because even Jesus himself says, if you love me, you what? You obey my commandments, right? The, <clears throat> this understanding that obedience and love, there's a lot of connection here. But what we have to understand is this obedience that is being talked about here is, is an obedience that is um, obedient to godly uh, 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 um, rules or, or godly direction, godly instruction. But there are three words here that I think that are vitally important. It says, in the Lord. In the Lord. Now, <clears throat> if, if we're looking at this, we see children obey your parents in the Lord, we have to understand that there's going to be some disobedience that is associated with those who are not in the Lord, right? So what we have to understand is our, as we're looking at our, our, our children, it's not that we want to change or that we are, are, are to uh, modify or have them modify their behavior. What needs to be changed is their nature. You, 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 you tracking along with me? Because too often what we want to do is, all right, don't do this and do this. That in and of itself is not wrong. 
But the, the, the primary focus in which we have to have and the, the primary objective is to get them from being not in the Lord to being in the Lord. There's a difference between unbelieving children and believing children. I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that believing children are not going to be disobedient. Look at my kids. I know that my kids love Jesus. I know that they have a relationship with Christ. But I also know that they drive me nuts sometimes and my, and my wife nuts sometimes because they don't listen to us. So I, I don't want to give the perception that, well, if they're, how about this, if they're preacher's kids, they must be really godly and everything. No, they are in the Lord and they are given godly instruction, by the way. But there are sometimes that they want to act out in the, 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 the old man, the old self. But what we have to do is, as parents, and now I don't even want to, I don't even want to uh, um, uh, limit this to parents, but as believers, mature believers, as someone in the life of a, 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 a child, it is our responsibility to come alongside them and help them with that instruction. It is our responsibility to guide them. To re More than likely, it's to remind them. Now, that's not a license to go around and beat other people's kids. You know, I get very particular. There are only very few people that I will let beat my kids. But I am not particular when it comes to if they're acting out that somebody says something to them. If they're acting out and Gabe's acting a fool and he's doing something he shouldn't and Marlon sees them, I would hope that Marlon would say, hey, son, that's not right. You shouldn't be doing that. Or if I'm going along and I see Kurt's kid, if I see Zach, he's zooming down the highway and, you know, he's... You know, texting on his phone, and he's swerving in and out. And then I see him, and, and because maybe Kirkson doesn't see that. And maybe I see, if, if I don't say something to him, then who's wrong in there? Me. I think it's, it's, it's important that we understand it takes more than just a parent here. We have to understand that this godly instruction, the godly instruction is what God has set forth. Yes, it's to be enforced by the parents, but it's a godly instruction. It's to be enforced by all of God's people. I don't want to, uh, to quote, I think it was one of the Clintons. I actually I think it was Hillary Clinton at one point. Maybe she said, it takes a village to raise uh, a child. Oh, okay. I, I think it's, it, the philosophy is there, absolutely. But uh, um, I think it's, it has to be more particular, more specific. I believe it takes a community. It takes a body to really raise a child. I, I, am, I, I can't express my joy, and I love that, that, that Kurt was talking about joy earlier. I can't express my joy, the, the joy in which I have, that my children have the opportunity to be raised in a body, in a community like this. Like it, It's awesome, Gabe, who is the, 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 the crazy one out of the bunch, at 12 years old, he has never known anything other than what we do um, 
not only on Sunday, but the way in which we live our life because of where God has placed us. And I think I am, I am, uh, you know, utterly, is he, is he going to, for the rest of his life, do everything that's right? Probably not. He has his grandfather's DNA. But understand, it's funny because dad just told me before, before we came in here, he, he says, you know what, Gabe's, uh, you know what Gabe's, uh, problem is or, or issue i don't know how he, he said it. he's like you know the the reason gabe acts like like he does is because uh when you were that age your mother and i prayed that uh, you'd have a son that was 10 times what you were so god answers prayers <laughs> but uh, understand is he always going to make the, the the right decision no but the bible says if we bring him up in the lord even in his old or his old age or in in, in uh, later in life, he, he won't stray. Understand that, that, that we have a responsibility. And, and some of you are like, well, I got adult kids. All right, you can still have an influence on their life. There's still an influence that can be, can be uh, given there. Uh, let, me, let me go on, because if not, we won't, we won't finish this. But uh, um, moving into to verse 2 here. Paul's talking, and remember, he's talking to this church that he has great love for, and, and the love is just, it's pouring out of him, and he's given these instructions so that this godly household can, can be uh, uh, knit together and built up so that the church can be built up. He says this, and he quotes uh, uh, Moses out, out of the, uh, the Old Testament. It's actually one of the commandments. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with the promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. This is one of the, the, those texts. I remember years ago when we talked or we um, went through the, the Ten Commandments, I, I addressed this. But uh, understand that, that honoring your father and, and your mother, uh, sometimes it, 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 it goes against what your, your father and your mother wants you, want you to do. Now, when I say that, this is not contradicting verse 1 here, because it, remember, verse 1 is obeying godly instruction. Maybe, and, and the reason I'm saying this is that, that, that maybe the honoring of your father and mother is not following after their footsteps, but, but, but uh, uh, establishing and building a legacy um, in, in, in their name. Well, what do I mean by, by building a legacy? Maybe you're the first link in the chain when it comes to uh, Christians in your family. Maybe you're not even the first. Maybe you're not the first link. Maybe you're, you're on down. What, what, whatever it may be, but a legacy can be built so that the honor that that God really wants for the family can be bestowed upon the family. I don't know everybody's story. I know most of y'all's story, but I, I think that as we look at this, what what we can understand, and I hope that we desire. I really hope that we can desire the, the, the fact that we want to build this legacy. We want to, to, to pour into our children and, and build this legacy that is going to uh, uh, last beyond us. Not so our names can be great, but so that God through us can do great things. Back to what I said about you know, my kids being grown up in the, in the church. That is part of the legacy. That is part of, of, of one day, I, I pray that, that we'll see the fruit of all of that, of that legacy that, that has been built. 
Now, when it is talking here about honoring your father and your mother and, and building up this legacy, it says this is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. When Moses was writing this, and when he, uh, he gives it the first time there at Mount Sinai, and then he, he uh, um, uh, reinstates the, the, this fact right before they get ready to go, the children of Israel get ready to go into the promised land. And he reinstates, he restates the, the, this fact, and he gives the Ten Commandments, and he gives this promise that if we are living a God-honoring life where our father and our mother are being honored through our actions, as God is being honored through our actions and, and towards our, our father and, and mother, it says you will live long in the land. Now, when it's talking about this, it's not, it, it, it's not talking about long life. This is talking, this is a covenantal talk. This is meaning that, 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 that if, if you obey me, if you do what I say, that, that your existence will be long in the land. If you look and if you have read the, uh, the, the Old Testament and the history uh, of Israel, you see that they turned away from honoring father and mother, but ultimately, ultimately they turned away from honoring God and they lost the land in which God had given to them. Now, I'm not saying that, that, that you are going to lose your, you know, your land. But I think, though, that as we look at this, we can lose our legacy. What we don't want to do is we don't want to be in that chain, in that legacy that has been built by our father or, or mother or grandfather or grandmother or whatever. We don't want to be the link that busts. And the link that, 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 that is no longer there. Man, I, 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 I don't want to. And it's not that I have a, a, a fear of, but man, I don't want to be slapped upside the head by grandma when I get to, to heaven. And she and if I were to just say, you know what, pooey on this, I'm going, going to do my own thing. My grandma, my dad's mom, would, would, would meet me at the pearly gates and she would backhand me. What do you think you're doing? What did you do? I know that there's no pain or suffering, but that would probably be right before we get in, right? Some of you would meet some of your ancestors right before you get into to heaven, so they give you the pain before you get there. That, that is totally not true. I'm just, you know, understand. I'm playing. But I don't want to be that broken link. I don't want to not live long in the land. I don't want to break that legacy which God has established. And I hope that as, um, as parents, but not only as parents, as children, as children of God, I don't want us to do that. I want us to be the ones like, there's a bright, shiny link right in the middle of that. Maybe it's a little rusty before, and it's getting a little better, but man, there's a bright, bright shiny link there. Strong link. Let's move on. I agree, darling. This is going to get into the fun part. She knows it too. She's been reading her Bible. <laughs> Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Before we dive deeper into this verse, this does not mean that you are not to make your kids upset. See, I got one amen. This is not to me, because here's the thing, 
People reason, well, I'm not supposed to provoke my kids to anger. Well, then I must have to give in to them and give them everything they need to just keep them happy. And, you know, and I want to keep them happy and give them everything. No! Sometimes some of the most loving things that we can do as parents is look at our kid and teach them a lesson in disappointment. But, Dad, I really need this, this, this video game. No! Well, all my friends have it. I don't care. What, what, what's what, what's the, the, the comeback we usually say? <laughs> I'm not the father. Or I, I don't parent all your friends or something along the, the, those lines. No, you're my child. Sometimes I have to say no, and it's going to make you upset. Anybody in here, by a show of hands, because this can be fun. Has God ever clearly told you no as a loving father? And after he has told you no, like maybe it's months, weeks, years, whatever down the road, you can look back and you can say, wow. Anybody? Yeah. Me too. I mean, there are sometimes the, the best thing that we can say and the most loving thing that we can say is no to our kids. Even though, even though the society is saying, oh, you got to make sure you got to build up their self-esteem. And what we don't want to do is we don't want to be fake. We don't want to paint this picture of the world that it's all going to be roses and puppy dogs and everything. And then they get out there and they're like, what the heck? And then they flip out and they do something stupid. No one in here has kids like that, right? Put your hand down, Father. I'm not going to let you talk about my siblings like that. No, so some, sometimes the, 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 we, we need to upset our kids but God, in a godly way. But that's not really what I really want to focus on, what I want to push into. It's this understanding that we are to bring uh, them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. This is not a new idea. This is not a new concept where Paul is just, hey, I'm going to... How, how, do we, how do we make sure that the kids are going to, uh, you know, be, um, you know, not, not drive their parents nuts and everything? Oh, let's just uh, tell them to instruct them in the Lord. No, 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 no. Paul's not saying that. He is also echoing words of Moses of the Old Testament. He's echoing this idea that it was given throughout, but really is focused on a, a certain moment, which um, we, we, have, we have read here as part of our, our creed reading in, in the past. Uh, or no, we are going to read it in the, in the future. This is one that hasn't got on the list. It's on the list. We haven't got there yet. Um, <clears throat> but this is the Shema. We haven't read the Shema yet, have we? Yeah, we have done the Shema. I'm, I'm sorry. We, we've done, it's the Shema. It's, it's Deuteronomy chapter 6. Turn there real quick because this is awesome. Because when Paul is saying here to uh, um, bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord, he is not just winging it. He is saying, <clears throat> here, I'll read, uh, yeah, I'll read one through nine. She likes it, I'm telling you. Now, this is the commandment, the statutes and the rules that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you that you may do them in the land to which you are going over to possess it. Even in that verse, you can, you can feel the, the, the importance here. This is Moses. He's standing there, and he says, these are the rules, the statutes, the precepts. 
This is the instruction of the Lord. Listen to me. This is the instruction of the Lord. Listen to me. Not his instruction. This is the Lord's instruction. And as he, he's saying, these are not my words. So as he's looking at the people, and the people are like, oh, here we go. He's going to go mumbling again. Moses is not, is not just giving him his words. He's giving them the word of God. The words of the Lord. And it says that there's a reason God gave them to me. Just like there, there, there's a reason that God called me here. There's a reason that God gifted me in a certain way. And I believe it's the same reason in which God gave Moses to teach you. To teach you. Because I, uh, what we have to understand is when we become a Christian, that's the beginning. It's not the end. When we come to Christ, when we have surrendered our life to Christ, that is where it all begins. That's where that new life begins. And we need to be taught, instruct, we have to be instructed in uh, uh, the way of God. Because it's not as if, oh, I received the Holy Spirit and, oh, I know everything. As if you take a pill and you, your mind is open or whatever. No, you enter into, just like a baby, you enter into the, 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 this new life as an infant. And through the, the time of instruction, the time of growth, you mature. And I, I believe that this is what, what, what Moses is really focusing on here is the, the understanding that we need to be taught. All of us need to be taught. Verse 2, that you may fear the Lord your God, you and your son and your son's son. So it's not just you, it's those who come after you as well. By keeping all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you all the days of your life, and that your days may be long. Notice it says here that it's not, all right, do this on Sunday. Well, for them, it would have been Saturday, right? Do this on one day of the week. Rest of the days of the week, you can do whatever the heck you want to do. No, that's not what he's saying here. He says that we need to follow the instruction of the Lord all the time. Every day of the week. Why is this important? Ooh, I love this. The reason this one is so important, because parents, I'll talk directly to you right now. Parents, if you do not obey the instruction of the Lord every day of the week, you know who's going to look at you and say, hypocrite? Your kids. Kids, are, they, 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 things are, are more caught than taught. Doesn't mean we shouldn't teach them, but when they say, and, and I love there's this video, and I'll paint this picture instead of showing you this video. There's a video of this, uh, this mom where she is just chewing out her daughter because her daughter said that she was going to go to so-and-so's house and spend the night. But instead of going to so-and-so's house, she went somewhere else to a party or whatever. And the daughter is standing there uh, in, 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 in the kitchen, and the mom is just, she's like, why do you have to lie to me? And, and she's just going off about, don't lie to me. Lying is so, it breaks trust, and it breaks, you know, and you, you've hurt me so bad. And he, she's just going off about lying. Then the phone rings. Other daughter that's in the room picks up the phone. Oh, hi, Grandma. Oh, you want to talk to Mom? Mom says, tell her I'm not here. <sighs> but that's sometimes, that's what happens. 
We get caught up in the moment. We forget what it is that we are supposed to do all the time. It's to follow the, the, the way, the instructions of the Lord every single day. Keep His statutes. Keep His commands. Verse 3, Hear, therefore, O Israel, and be careful to do them, because it's not easy. That it may go well. That not, that not easy. That's, I inserted that. That it may go well with you, and that you may multiply, multiply greatly as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you in a land flowing with milk and honey. Now, I'm not political. You guys know that, at least here. I'm not. But understand our nation was founded after this. Founded upon this. And understanding that the reason that, 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 that uh, the, the pilgrims and everybody came to here is so we could do this. Let me read that again. It says, oh, Israel, oh, we're not Israel. We are. I'm not saying the United States. I'm saying the people of God. You be careful to do them that it may go well with you. If you don't do them, if you don't do God's way, if you don't follow God's instruction, it's not going to go well with you. Well, yeah, but it's funner. Yeah, funner is not a word. And that you may multiply greatly, and as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you. These are one of the, you, we cannot overlook the promises of God. We cannot overlook what God has said. This is what's going to happen. If you do this, I'm going to do this. Why, well, I thought God loves us unconditionally. He does. He doesn't have to do anything, right? But we still need to do this. Why? Because he said so. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your might. And these words that I command you shall be on your heart. You shall teach them. This is the part I wanted to focus. You shall teach them diligently to your children. And shall talk of them as you sit here in your house. And as you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. Now, that word, teach them diligently. This is what Paul is saying back here, that we are to bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Living a life by way of instruction of the Lord takes discipline. That's why I say all of the time, that we don't need to try, right? We need to train. We need to train for godliness. Something that Paul tells Timothy, which understand that Timothy was at the church at Ephesus at one point in time. Was he here when the, the, this book was written? I don't know, maybe. But we know he was there at one point in time. And Paul writes to him and says that we need, that, that, that we need to train in godliness because godliness is a value for not only this life, but the life to come. The training, the discipline, as, as Moses is saying here, and as Paul is referring to, it's got to be done diligently. It's not something that's going to be, oops, there it is. No, we've got to set forth and we've got to be diligent about it. Holy crap, I'm out, way out of time, ain't I? I'm getting, I'm getting over. Um, we got to be diligent. We have to be diligent. 
as, as we look at this, and I'll end with this because I, I, I just we, we ran out. The, the, the instruction that we are to bring up our children, and when I say our children, you got a little, little baby right here, right? Well, that's not my baby. She, 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 she's right here. She's our children. There's a reason why, 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 why Danny and Juliana have her here. It, it, it is, uh, we need to be diligent. Now, is it our responsibility to raise a child? No, it's our responsibility to help mom and dad. It's our responsibility to, to help and be diligent in the raising of our kids. Because anyone who has kids knows that they're a handful. Now, if someone were to say, oh, I can't do that. Well, every believer of Jesus Christ is called to make disciples. Y'all just read it. We're all called to make disciples. Whether they're your children or they're not. Whether they're, it's a peer of yours or not. And that discipleship is, that's what it means when, it, when we were training for godliness. Training or bringing up in the instruction or the discipline and instruction of the Lord. If anyone says, well, you know what, I've got kids that are too old and I just, uh, I, I, maybe I didn't do it right. It's never too late to be an impact and an influence in the lives of your children. It's never too late to engage in the discipleship process. Maybe the engagement in the discipleship process is going to be more on a personal level. That you say, you know what, I want to be able to make disciples, but I don't think I'm in a position to make disciples. I need to grow myself. Well, I'm, if you're there, fantastic. Because that's what that's what we're here, all, what we're here for. That's what Kurt's job is to help us understand and help us grow in that. To come alongside you or help pair you up with someone to come alongside you to help you grow in that. So don't ever say, well, I can't do it. Don't ever say, well, it's, I'm, I'm beyond that. No, if God tells us and he promises us things, he provides for that. Let's pray. Our Father God in heaven, Lord, we do thank you. We love you, God. We ask, as uh, we've heard a lot today, um, <clears throat> I, I pray that uh, your message, your word went forth. I know what I wanted to do, but God, I know that, the, 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 that you are greater than any words written down on, on my paper. God, your words are true. Father, as we get ready to go from here, as we get ready to continue um, on in this, this, this week, this important week, my prayer is that the, the, the people take serious what it is we're to do um, in, in the elections. And God, and not be controlled by it, though. As Dan said earlier, prayed earlier, no matter who comes out as winner, God, you are still on the throne. God, let us live our lives in a manner worthy of you, that we can be good models for our kids and those around us. Then we can just communicate and we can show and spread your love your, your, in your glory. Father, we love you and we thank you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Y'all have a good week.